Hi guys, welcome back to another week of the Teacher Cast. Thanks a million again for tuning back in with both myself and Adam. Um, we're known as the Teacher Student and Mr. Moontour over on Instagram. We really appreciate that you're coming back to join us for another week. And if you're new here, welcome. This is a safe place for us to chat all things teacher life and everything that comes along with it and um, our podcast is very relaxed and semi-structured and yeah if you're listening over on Spotify please be sure to give it a five-star rating also share links of our episodes with your friends with your co-workers and maybe with any peers that you have in if you're studying to become a primary school teacher and yeah just want to say thanks again for tuning in how are you Adam? I'm good, Hayley. I'm good. I've had a couple of days off now with the slightly shorter midterm break than you, but uh, it was nice to be off for a couple of days. Uh, nice little just reboost, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, just even to get to St. Patrick's Day now, I'm like, just get to that point and then, you know, extra long weekend and then go again to get to Easter. I kind of break the terms down into little more manageable chunks because if I'm like, oh, it's six weeks to Easter, I'm like, no, I've got St. Patrick's Day to get to. I've got two EPV days coming up. You know, I'm like, I'm just kind of breaking into more manageable chunks. And that just, for me anyway, makes it a lot easier to survive. <laughs> yeah, I actually, last night I had the Sunday scaries. Like, I was like, oh God, because like I had the full week off. Um, So yeah, I was like kind of nervous last night. But then this morning I got up and straight back in. Felt like I'd never left. And um, yeah, I was quite exhausted today now coming home from school it was a long day back settling back in but um yeah my week off as well was good I did a lot of sorting out if you're following me on Instagram stories I was sorting out the attic you know around like where my desk is and that sort of thing and it's kind of been sitting there since I finished the master's so um yeah I got rid of loads of stuff like for infants I gave it to my friend I was going to post it on stories and see if people wanted the stuff but I was like you know what I might actually need it in the future so I'd rather give it just to a home where I know I can can be like hey give me it back <laughs> you know um yeah exactly yeah like I I only had the Thursday Friday off so I kind of just I went home to my family and just chilled out there because the Monday Tuesday Wednesday was really busy because we had parent teacher meetings after school each day so um that obviously added to the stress in the lead up to the um the parent teacher meetings like even though I only have 14 kids at the moment you know, it's still 14 meetings with 14 parents. It's still a lot to get through. I know everyone's playing their tiny violin for me because most teachers have like double that. I but, know. you know, like 30 kids. With junior infants, I feel like with junior infants, there's a lot of pressure on the first parent-teacher meeting because for a lot of my parents, the kids coming in are the oldest in their family. So it's the first parent-teacher meetings. For some of them, it's their first experience with like yeah. the Irish education system and how we do parent-teacher meetings. They don't so, know like, what to expect. pressure with it. So I was glad to get through them all. They all went really well. The parents, I'm really lucky. I have such a lovely parent body in with my class. So they're all really responsive to what I have to say. They all have yeah. a lot to say themselves, which helps me to kind of get to know the kids better. Yeah, and yeah, no, it was just really productive meetings. It wasn't just a tick-the-box exercise. I felt like I actually came away from those meetings knowing more about the kids and like what I can apply into the teaching which I mean is kind of the point but not always the result of these kind of things yeah I think I completely agree with you there like I feel like you get the full picture once you meet the families which is nice and you kind of feel like they're part of your family or something I don't know it's like I don't know a new level of relationship because you kind of can be like oh well I know what they look like now I can put a face and name and it just kind of all 
sort of makes sense. So yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, totally. Like for me anyway, like with the juniors, like we basically hand them over at home time straight to the parents. So yeah. at least I'd met the parents right, at this yeah. point. But this was the first time that with some of them that I've had a full one-to-one conversation without a child hanging off of me or them or both of us mm-hmm. so you know it was nice in that sense to kind of continue that relationship and you know to fill in some of the parents who weren't 100% like in on the Irish education system and like how it works you know some of the maths like even how long I would be teaching them you know if I'm going to have the kids for a few years which I won't but you know yeah. what like is there more meetings and you know just filling them in on things that like aren't a given yeah for those who didn't come through the Irish education system themselves yeah absolutely I suppose our topic this week, Adam, is about school X. And when we came up with this idea, we were we were very excited, weren't we? We um, mm-hmm. we've been, you know, I don't know. I think a, a, an ick is something like where you know people um people view something in disgust or it's annoying or it's like a pet peeve almost. And I certainly have a few. I probably have more than what I've written down here. I've only wrote down four. Because I know once I start, you know, it'll just be a cycle of more and more. But um, Adam, I know you've also know it down some as well. Do you want to, to share a few of them? Yeah, so some of these are my own. Some of these came from my housemates. And okay. some of them came from teachers that I know. Like, they've come from, I actually asked my mom, because she's an SNA. I asked her, oh, do you yeah. have any aches? Um, so I, they're all coming from everywhere. So I can't attribute all of these to myself because um, I don't want to in case I get in trouble oh yeah and we also we also asked on Instagram as well so we're going to share a few of them as well so we're going to yeah. mishmash it so you don't know where they've come from <laughs> yeah so the first ick that was given to me was someone that I won't name them so they'll get in trouble but they mentioned when you have communal resources but they just never get returned to where they're supposed to go so oh, they're never yeah. actually communal really yeah. gives me the ick I will say I agree with this one yeah because it's like oh we're here to share the resources and I'm like well put them back so I can actually yeah. use them and stop hogging them in your room yeah. especially when you're using them I know yeah it's Do like know. it's like especially particularly math resources and stuff yeah the stuff that's like quite valuable you're like yeah it's my turn <laughs> not to be junior infants about it but it's my turn give me the resources yeah um another ick um that I have mostly with myself but like I see it around or whatever cluttered desks I just can't with like I'm like how do you work at a cluttered desk and like Hayley I know you can probably appreciate this as much as I can uh, as the uh, queen of organizing desks um no it's not even like oh the desk is full of stuff like I totally get if a desk is full like that's kind of what it's for Mm -hmm. but when there's a bit of organization to it it's fine but I just look at some desks like in old places that I worked or whatever and I'm like how how do you function my brain is hurting looking at the desk i know i just feel like there's a big thing about the hidden curriculum like you know you don't teach children how to tidy their desk really like obviously you have expectations but it's not explicitly taught like you don't have a whole lesson of how this is how our desk should look you know but um i do think it's uh i think it's important like for for you to be able to think straight for you to not misplace anything like I think if you can get into a good habit of that from the get-go I think that really helps because yeah I I love walking into my classroom and my desk is just completely clear and especially like if there was a last minute sub called in or whatever like I wouldn't want them to be sitting in dirt which I've done before subbing in the past you know I hate dusty desks that just that gives me the ick yeah Um, no absolutely um Um, would you want uh, me to share some that I have here um 
Okay, well, I absolutely, hate, this is a nick from me. I absolutely hate dog ears on books. Do you know what I mean by a dog ear? I totally, yeah, like bent down corners. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. The sleeve, like making it curl. And like, I, to be fair, none of my students have dog ears on their copies because I'd be like, make sure that's ironed out. I'm allergic to that dog ear, <laughs> you know? Or I'll, I'll, it'll literally annoy me so bad. Like if, they're, if they've, you know, but now in fairness, my class are pretty good. But like, I remember even myself, like when I went to school, like the girls in school, like oh, some of their hardbacks would be flicking like just flicking up like a ripple effect it was just horrific um i also get the ick when i use a duster on the whiteboard and it's filthy and it just does not work it just makes it more dirty than the board was oh. originally like and it yeah. makes it like oh, i got a new one recently it makes it for, my, for the new classroom oh it's beautiful <laughs> yeah oh, i don't know i i actually just use a microfiber cloth now but uh, the one I have, it's it's like crusty after you use it, and I'm just like, oh, oh no, like it's just awful. Yeah, my duster at least is handy because it's new, so it's stunning, and it's magnetic, so it sticks to the board. Yeah, so I never lose it. Yeah, that's good. Um, another ick that I have are when copy covers fall off the copies. When what falls off the copies? Like the copy cover. Do you know, oh. like, the paper, and then you lose it, and then it's like, oh, can you sanitate that? I'm like, ah, no, like, no. I just don't like Start that. again. <laughs> I actually don't want to face this, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the last one I've just wrote down here was when chairs are not pushed in, like, when we're going out to yard and we come back in, and there's chairs literally halfway across the room. It just, I'm just like, oh why you know actually a big tip that i have for like classroom management of that is when they're in the line to go out to yard i'll say okay put one arm out if you've pushed your chair and put the other arm out if you put away your lunch and put your hand mm-hmm. on your head if you're ready for the yard and then anyone that didn't put out their arms have to go and do it and then they have to join the end of the line oh very interesting i'm gonna have to wrap that one that's quite a good one yeah so that's a few things that i personally wrote down um, um let me see what else did i oh yeah so get the ick when people leave the printer without toner or paper oh yeah it tries me to mint it because okay like no one's at a whiz when it comes to um photocopiers because they're quite complex machines and you but don't like, want to be the one that broke it <laughs> but no but at the same time but it comes up on the screen how to change paper and how to change the toner I know. Like, I wouldn't have a clue, but, like, I literally just went up to the secretary one day. I was like, can you show me how to do it so that when it happens again, I it won't, like, be an issue. And then she yeah. showed me, and now I know how to do it. Yeah. But, like, it also comes up on the screen with a step-by-step of how to change it. So, like, come on, like, get your life together. Change it. <laughs> it takes two seconds. Especially the paper one. It's literally open the drawer, oh, put in no. the paper, call it a day. The toner, oh, fair no. enough, is a little bit more fiddly. But, like, it's also, like... Not that difficult, low-key. In fairness now, in my school anyway, we're all pretty good at leaving paper in the printer. Anytime yeah, I've Yeah, no, gone... printer's okay. It's the toner, to be fair, more so. Yeah. Um, paper now isn't too bad. But yeah, toner, people yeah. are like, I don't know how to do it. I'm like, figure it out, sort it out. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We get enemies tomorrow when I walk into school. <laughs> um, another ick that I got was... um. Either kids or adults or whoever, like when they wash their hands and they grab the blue tissue roll, but they grabbed the other side of it. So half of the roll is now wet oh. from like 
Do you know? Because they're trying to grab tissue to obviously dry their hands, but they've grabbed it in such a way that they've made what half the roll wet. Yeah. Just defeats the purpose of the whole roll. And yeah. I'm just there drying my hands with wet tissue. I'm like, this seems counterproductive. Or you have to feel the soggy bit of the cylinder in the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I just washed my hands and now I have to go wash them again. It's like, what was yeah, the point? Yeah, no, I'm getting the ick. I'm actually getting the ick. So, yeah. um, no. Um, no, that's, I think that's all the ones I have. Yeah, no, that's all the ones I have. I don't know, is there, Haley, any more yeah. uh, that you have or that we were given or anything? Yeah, I have a few here. I'm trying to think just more of like other things that just give me the ick. Um, I hate when like I find random glue caps. I hate when I find, you know, like, oh, I hate using a pencil that the, the head of it's all been chewed. Oh, God, oh, yeah. No. Don't oh, like that. I get the ick when now I'm lucky that my my kids are really good for cleaning up this year and like the mm. cleaners have literally like commended our class like yeah. come in and said it to them about how good they are. Yeah. But the older classes I find sometimes not in the school I'm in because I haven't taught the older classes there, mm. but um have been a joy. Be like, okay, we need to make sure the room is clean, and they come around and they be like, that's the cleaner's job, and I'm like, actually it's not. It's actually not done. Yeah, you we should be. Yeah, what's we it? We should you know? be what, minding our classroom and taking care of it. Yeah, oh, it just gives me the ick when the kids turn around and they're like, it's the cleaner's job. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. So get a grip. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else, Adam, before I go to the other ones that came in? Any any other ones for you that's coming to mind at all? Oh, I don't know. Um. I mean, Croke Park just gives me the ick because... I'd just rather be doing my own thing, but yeah. I know it's some bit necessary. Yeah. But it just kind of gives me the ick. I know. I, I don't mind it too bad now, but maybe in a year or two, I'd be coming back and be like, do you know <laughs> yeah. what you it's said? Days, yeah, really. Do you remember what days. you said there on the podcast episode? Yeah, fully agree with you. Um, do you know what gives me the ick? Do you know mental maths? Yes. I hate... Not the questions, but just the correcting of it. Problem solving. You always forget about it. Do you know? Yeah, I oh. like I used it last year with um my second class and like it's such a useful resource like for doing kind of mental maths and like informal revision. Yeah. Or formal revision, I suppose, really. Yeah. But yeah, it's such a faff. I it feel really like you is. lose half the morning to correcting that. And like we used to do mental maths and English in practice in the morning. Oh, I hate um, English in practice. <laughs> yeah, which is we basically, don't have for those it. Who don't know, is basically English in practice is basically the equivalent to mental maths, but yeah. just for English. It's quite like hard. Grammar, comprehension and stuff. Yeah, they were quite hard. And what I didn't like about them for the most part was not that I didn't like it, but they didn't align with where we were in the book because it yeah. wasn't obviously the same publishers or whatever. So yeah. they could be on about two D shapes. And I'm like, girl, I'm not covering two D shapes till February. I know what you mean. But it's more so like what, what I've actually started doing with, with the problem solving is leaving the problem solving all to a Thursday. So then we just correct problem solving for the week on the one day because it was always like, oh, yeah, put the answer in the front of your book. And they'd be like, teacher problem solving. I'm like, oh, yeah, what about that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, You're like, we'll do it all in one go. Problem solving Thursday. Thursday yeah. is problem solving day. Good luck. God bless. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Some other icks constantly clicking pens oh yeah i'm i'm probably guilty of this not clicking unnecessarily but i do enjoy changing colors so that may be me 
that might be aimed yeah, at me. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me clicking pens, to be fair. It doesn't really bother me either because if that's the only thing I can hear in the classroom is clicking pen, mm. we're doing all right. Yeah. This one, Adam, you might be able to um, uh, connect with more than me, but kids, okay. kids, snotty noses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my immune system is either through the roof or through the bin after this year. Um, yeah, bless them. And I can think of specific kids and all. Bless their hearts. Oh, God. And like they all are aware that they need a tissue, but sometimes they might be on the yard, they might not have access to a tissue. Oh, or yeah, some kids are just really snotty. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm immune to it now with infants because you just kind of have to be because bless them. Like they're just like they'll sneeze or if they're crying, they're like crying and snotty and scraped knees. And I'm just like, where do I begin? Yeah. Do we wipe your eyes? Do we get you a tissue for your nose? Do we stop your knee from bleeding? Where do I begin? Yeah. Do you know, like, I remember one occasion I was on placement and there was a child's snotty nose and I literally, it was so bad, I was gagging. I was like, like it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it, was really, it was really bad. No, Hayley, the poor child. I know, really bad. Like, I actually, you know, when your eyes start to water, it's so bad. You're like, oh, no. Oh, okay, this one's interesting. Teachers who ignore subs. Agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Like, I'm so lucky. The schools I've worked in, and it's not a coincidence, to be fair. The schools I've worked in, I've, like, subbed in all of them at some stage before I worked there, like, properly. Yeah. So, like, I've good... And, like, it gives you such a good indication of a school, how it they does. treat you as a sub. Because, yes. like, realistically, as a sub, whether you like it or not, you are kind of the bottom of the barrel um, because, obviously, you don't officially work there. But yes. at the end of the day, you're getting them out of the school out of trouble because otherwise they'd have to split up a class or send an SCT in or something. I tell but you how so. school treats its subs mm. is so indicative totally. of, like, the general vibe of the school. Like, it is so indicative. Totally. And I actually, I actually love... When subs come in, I get so excited because I always have. I'm the same. Questions. I'm like, come here, I'll take you on a tour. I'm yeah. like, I will negate all of my responsibilities, yeah. and I'll just be your friend. Honestly, Let's yeah. Go. No, I don't know. I love meeting new people anyway. So, and I love chatting and and that kind of thing. So yeah, I do enjoy um talking with subs and like yeah, you know, same. Where I would apply from. that same one to um to placement students too. How yeah. schools treat their placement students because not necessarily the teacher that you're working with on placement because realistically they have probably agreed to have you. So they're probably fine for the most part. Mm. It's like how the general staff, I feel, treat you mm. when you're on placement, especially as like an unqualified person in that setting, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, that's also quite indicative of um, the school-like vibes and the kind of general general mood around the place and like if it's like a suitable place for you to work. Yeah. Um, this one here... Do you know, a lot of stuff came in about staff rooms and teachers and stuff. Yikes. And I'm really lucky, like, I'm in a really lovely school that just not... Same as now, I'm really yeah. lucky to sell for fab. And that just makes me so sad that people feel that way on their break. Yeah. I don't know, like, um, awkward staff rooms, um, that's one, and ick. I, like, I, I, can, I can get what you mean, because, like... Yeah, if, it can, subbing, if it can be anyway clicky... Yeah. It can be a real, it can be really awkward for someone coming, someone coming in. Mm, totally. Um, 
Okay, this one's interesting, Adam. We're getting a bit juicy. Okay. Oh, no. This one is <laughs> SNAs who think they are the class teacher because they are older than you. It drives me insane. Oh. oh. That's crazy because I think everyone, it doesn't matter what age you are, everyone should be treated with complete and utter respect. Yeah. Like, you I'm, know? again, I can't relate yeah, because same. I'm really lucky that the SNAs I've worked with, either as a sub like I've been indebted to um, SNAs when I've been subbing because they know the run of the place when I go yeah. in there. Like I said earlier in the episode, my mom is an SNA, so like I do yeah. get that perspective as well. Mm-hmm. But now I know my mom would wouldn't for a million years dream of stepping on anyone's anyone's feet. Like she would say that herself. She's like, "I'm to clue. I'm not getting up and teaching them. I'm not doing it." I'm like, "All right, mom." But yeah, but yeah I know that's a really tough one. The age thing can be really tricky. I, but, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. That is it a is really hard beautiful. one. I think sitting down, having a chat or, you know, asking to go for a coffee and just building a relationship with them might be able to help. And then you may be able to, you know, get to know them better. That could be, that could be a thing or, you know, more stuff. Yeah, it's usually things. just a communication thing you need to get together. Absolutely. Um, Here's one, Friday Yard Juicy. Do you think that's oh. Nick? I don't know if it's an ick like obviously like let's be real no one wants to do yard duty realistically yeah. but like like what we do in our school is um so everyone so our two breaks are the same length so I know a lot of schools have like a 10 and a 30 but we do two 20s we so, do a 20 and a 25 oh sorry I'm a liar I'm a liar we do a 15 and a 25 oh that makes sense yeah, so like so each teacher does we'll call it a small break or a first break and a second break uh, each week. So let's say for me, I do small break or the first break on a Tuesday and second break on a Thursday. And then every Friday there's a rotation. Mm -hmm. So like on my yard time, juniors, seniors and first are on the yard in their separate yards. Mm -hmm. So let's say on a particular Friday, the whole junior infant team will do yard duty either the first break or the second break. The next Friday will be seniors. The next Friday will be first and then back to juniors again. And they'll do something similar in the senior end. Um, okay. And that way then no one has to deal with doing Friday yard duty for the entire year, which I think is a really good way of doing it. Yeah, it's a bit different in my school. So, for example, today today's Monday. I was on yard today, but I was on yard for a little break and big break. Or you do the full day. Yeah, and then I'm also on Friday this week. Mon- I'm on Friday in the morning. I'm on Friday for the whole day. But next week, I'll only be on Tuesday. The week after, I'll be only on Thursday. The week after, okay. I'll be only on Wednesday. The week after, I'll be only on Thursday. And then I'm back to Monday, Monday, Friday, repeat. Gotcha, okay. It's I suppose it's hard in the sense that no week is the same as the next one in terms of getting organised. But I suppose yeah, and it's it still balances it out. Yeah, it's fine. I just always have to remember when I have yard duty on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I actually need to swap with someone because it actually, I, my class will actually miss their PE lesson if I didn't do that. It's kind of a, it's oh, an awkward okay. one. Yeah, I know what you mean. But it's fine. Um, But yeah, no, yard duty overall for me, it doesn't really give me the ick. I actually love the fresh air. Um, and usually... Yeah, oh no, it's nice to get the fresh air. Like for me, junior infant yard duty is quite eventful because they're all falling over or like arguing with each other or yeah you know, there's always something going on <laughs> yeah absolutely and um, this one's interesting 
I like being in 30-40 minutes early but some school teachers arrive 10 minutes before the children which means only 10 minutes of peace and organisation until they're in 20 minutes altogether before teaching. Yeah, fair. I think it's each to their own really because like legally you have to be in 10 minutes before instruction begins so instruction begins whenever the kids arrive in the building technically speaking Mm -hmm. so like my school the kids start coming in from 20 past so we have to be there for 10 past eight um Mm -hmm. but like i'm always there for like quarter to eight so i will usually have a solid half an hour 35 40 minutes to prepare and it's usually mental prep as much as it is literal prep because I will spend most of the infant hour like the previous day preparing for the next day. Mm-hmm. But it's more so just to get in and get settled and stuff. So I think that one, while it might be an ick for you to be like, how is that person only surviving on like 10 minutes preschool? I'm like, they could be dropping kids or anything. I think that's just each their own really on that one. Do you know what? Just as you're talking about that, I would actually, Adam, I would love to see a day in the life real from you. Well, believe it or not, Haley, I didn't even tell you this beforehand. I'm actually recording one this week. Oh, fab. Like for the whole week. No, no, no. One day. Tini Mac, are you joking? I see. I just, I do it in the morning. I just, I just put the phone anywhere and then off I go. Yeah, no, I'll have to like mentally prepare for that one. Um, Yeah, no, I do plan on doing one this week, probably later in the week, probably Friday, but we'll see. Stay tuned. I love it. I actually just posted one there. I don't know if you've seen it already. No, I haven't seen it yet. I'll have to log on there. I was busy today, but I'll log on and have a look. Uh, This is an ick that I can completely agree with. Is a picture-perfect art where they are carbon copies. I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. So, like, for me, with infants, like, I will give them templates because they they need something to work off of. No, they don't. no, let me finish here. <laughs> I will give them a template, but what they fill into that template is their business. Do you okay. know, like, I'll give them inspiration on the board for what they could create, but, like, not for everything, to be fair. Like, to, this week now in Ashton, we're doing painting. Yeah. So, like, I will give them something to paint, but, mm. like, what they, what colours they use is pretty much up to them mm-hmm. out of the selection I pick out of the drawer or the press. So, yeah. like... No, like sometimes I'll be like, okay, this is here's an example, but like go off, like you do your thing. And like yeah. the only reason I give any bit of a template is just because sometimes they need it because I will come back and there will be a page of literal nothing. Um, and I'd be like, right, that was a product of 40 minutes. Well, this was a lesson learned for me from an inspection that I had on advanced school placement. I, it was actually an Aster, well, it's not, I hate saying Aster stations. It was a play-based station um, Mm -hmm. where it was on my notes I had it down as arts and crafts when I really should have had it down as fine motor that's where I went bad because I had a template and I remember and she was like that's not art Hayley what what do you call that it shouldn't look like a shamrock and I was like oh yeah and then literally then I had like one from one station during the week I on the wall when I put them up on the display five of them just look like actual shamrocks and then the rest are all like just random you know yeah that's true that's very like i think they it's just about finding the balance between creative expression but also some bit of support not off the beaten track like yeah do you know like if you're like we're doing this week is our last week now doing engineering and construction for our astro team um mm-hmm. so like naturally when we're painting the digger tomorrow 
I don't mind if it's a bright pink digger. That honestly doesn't bother me. Yeah. But once it still remains a digger, that is my aim. Hence why I'm giving a template for them to paint. Yeah. Plus it's good for their fine motor skills to try and stay inside the lines. So I, I stand by my template. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another ick. No footballs allowed in my school. It has to be sponge or softballs. <laughs> I understand it. Yeah. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. If windows are getting broken, if children's teeth are getting knocked out, I get it. But like, I think up the school, surely there has to be some bit of leeway because those kids are older. Like, start with the sponge balls, fair enough, for like the junior end, and then eventually work up to a football. Yeah, well, we have uh, softballs for because yeah, it's I get it though. Them. It's probably an insurance thing as much as anything. I I understand it. Now I, I did don't use the senior end do in our school. On our on our year, we actually just don't have anything out at all. They just run around and play away. But, okay. No, yeah. we do. We we actually we actually rotate yards if that makes sense. So like within my one year, within the one yard, we rotate yards. Um. Now the students use a kind of not a really softball, but it's a it's a softball if that makes sense. Um. Yeah. But like when I was actually teaching football in a PE lesson like doing dribbles like I was like this is literally not it's not the same for their fundamental movement skills do you know yeah. like so uh we use it for the the ball but like the rule was no no like smacking it up in the air do you know and once I yeah, see that then enough. if I yeah. see it, anything like that I'm like okay you're two minutes on the bench like you can't play like that not with this ball yeah do you know no that's totally fair um uh one here tiktok trends makes them sick um fair i don't know how that relates to school but sure yeah go like fair enough yeah well i'm sorry so. if you hate my day in the life videos i love making <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note make sure you go like and follow <laughs> <laughs> uh te teachers that that try compete with you this is the last ick teachers that try yeah, to compete fair. With you. i'm a, i hate that and like i'm probably mm. guilty of it sometimes less so as i get into teaching um yeah I, yeah no I think this year has been a great way of me not being competitive because there's three junior infants and we all plan together we create our resources together we create our job list and we just split it in three and we're like okay Haley, you're going to do the photocopying for this activity Adam I need you to get the stuff ready for Asher whatever you need to do this and That's like the, it's so collaborative like there is not an ounce of competitiveness um between the three of us at all which I think is just so good yeah, to be fair, like, it's a bit different for me because I'm, like, I'm one of four, sorry, I'm one of three fourth classes. One has a student teacher, the other one is teaching her own class, and then I'm doing Druid, so it's kind of hard for us to collaboratively plan. Gotcha, the yeah, that's fair enough. But maybe next year when I'm done Druid, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, Hayley, I know you were off for the last week. Uh, yeah. um no very busy but off school anyway at least um so i don't know if you have a resource of the week but if you if you do what is that yeah so my resource of the week is actually an instagram page i've used it so much for inspiring my art lessons and i'll talk about this probably again but i have started an art club in school um and i'm getting so many of my ideas from primary.artists on instagram I believe she's a teacher based in Donegal. I don't know what she looks like or anything like that, but her ideas and her art like by her students are just so inspiring. So I really love that. And then just because tomorrow's Pancake Tuesday and if anybody's tuning in on the day this episode goes live, I have found two lovely coloring pages for mindfulness coloring on Good Twinkle. 
So I will and link those pages. Yeah, I'm showing them to Adam here on Zoom. <laughs> they are lovely pages. I can confirm through this uh, audio medium that they are lovely. Yeah. <laughs> lovely looking colouring pages. Yeah. Uh, and like Katie said, anything we mention in the resources of the week or otherwise, we will link in the description of this episode. Yeah. Adam, what about yourself? Um, so for me, as part of Learn Together, we will look at lots of different world religions, but we also look at a lot of different things that were regarding morality and spirituality and things like that. Mm. So at the moment, we're focusing on mindfulness and teaching a lot of different techniques right. for mindfulness, such as yoga and meditation and breathing techniques. Uh, I'm kind of emphasizing the use of our calm corner, that kind of thing. But somewhere where I go for a lot of really good videos for kids, for mindfulness is Cosmic Kids Yoga. I know it's something that a lot of people have probably come across before, but it, it, I find it really good is that it has a variety of videos. You know, you can watch it, you can lie down and like look up at the ceiling and not watch it at all. I I just think it's really good. I think it's a really handy resource. Like it's a, a YouTube page oh. with lots of different videos for like mindfulness, meditation, yoga. And I think it's just a really nice way to like actively teach mindfulness rather than be just sitting at the top of the room going, mindfulness is when blah, blah, blah. Like, do you know if it's okay? Let's be real. So if we just kind of like, through the active teaching of it. So I use this quite a bit, Cosmic Kids Yoga. And like I said a second ago, um, we'll link it below. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I think, um, you know, mindfulness should be in some way, shape or form implemented into your classroom, whether that's through talk and discussion or, you know, some physical yoga which is fab. I'm Adam, I'm looking here to see if I have any questions. And to be fair, I was not active on Instagram over the last week. So I am currently scrolling through my DMs. Um, I don't know, Adam, do you have any questions that you've gotten from followers? Um, let me have a look <laughs> at the height of professionalism here, really prepared. <laughs> I know. And uh, I'm looking here. Hi, Haley. Hope you're well. Just wondering, did you get the flashcards on your mats wall, the parallel, perpendicular, gram, kilogram, or did you make them yourself? So I actually bought them off an American seller on Teachers Pay Teachers. I will find them and I will link them in the description of this episode. There'll be loads. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's good to kind of get inspiration or ideas from elsewhere and then kind of tweak and make your own i assume that's kind of the way you went about it Haley, isn't yeah it? i actually found it on pinterest like i can't i can't emphasize pinterest enough i absolutely love it um, yeah I, I i've had a few dms like about um hibernia sorry they do you know what's weird like when you when you when you haven't looked at anything in ages and when you filter it, it like clears all the questions um do you have one there adam um, I suppose I, I know recently people have been asking a good bit about like, especially because it's something I'm doing at the moment as well through my master's. Uh, a lot of people are thesis writing at the moment. They're mm. starting their thesis writing. Yeah. Uh, I'm writing my own for my master's. A lot of people are writing it for their undergrad at the moment as well. Um, so Haley, I suppose you, did you write a thesis last year during your Hibernian master's? I did, did. indeed. <laughs> um, so like... For someone who's just done it, yeah. like, is there any like words of wisdom that you got or that you learned along the way that just really helped? Because I know it can be quite a over, 
like overbearing experience trying to write like a 10, 15,000 word thesis. So any words of wisdom for the masses about writing a thesis? Yeah, good question. So like, I think like when you're doing your master's or, you know, your undergrad, like it's whether you're like doing a part-time job, trying to sub and all this, like it is really hard to find the time because the last thing you want to do when you get home is start writing. But the thing is like, don't be scared that what you write can never be changed again. Do you know, if you have something on the page, then you have something to work with. So it's okay if it's not your best. Do you know? So I would yeah. say trying to break it up into small chunks to make sure you have it drafted at least two to three weeks beforehand so that you have time yeah. to edit, I think, is wise. And also to do totally your reference list along the way. Yes, I'm doing that with my, my master's thesis and I could not recommend it enough. Like... At the moment, I have separate documents for all the chapters. Eventually, I'll amalgamate it. So I have above, I have three chapters drafted. So I have three different reference lists. And I know I'll get it together eventually. But yeah, um, yeah I can't emphasize that enough. Do your references as you go, because you will be in tears trying to do it at the end. It's just not worth it. Um, and what I found really useful for my undergrad and what I'm doing for my master's as well is having like a time plan so like mini goals so like i'm gonna have the introduction chapter drafted by this date and if you don't not the end of the world it's mm. just a little mini deadline because sometimes working towards the big end of end of the semester deadline can be hard so even if you set little deadlines for uh, by the end of this two weeks i'm gonna have my introduction chapter then two weeks i'm gonna have my lit review done two weeks i'm gonna have my data collected and my methodology chapter written so just having like mini deadlines to kind of see you through yeah and like find yourself a critical friend um that will you know like listen to you like read it out loud like you need to be able to read it and that reads well and like good punctuation and that kind of thing so mm-hmm. yeah and like i just say like you know all you can do is your best like at the end of the day like you know i don't really remember much about my thesis like, <laughs> i don't remember much about my old one at all now and i think i'll probably black out by the time i actually finish this one yeah but, <laughs> um but Haley, um yeah i think that's kind of our our lot for for this week so um if you haven't already please follow us on instagram we have at the teacher student for Haley. I am at Mr. Underscore Moontor underscore. And the podcast Instagram page is at the teacher cast. Mm-hmm. And whatever platform you're listening on, please like, subscribe, rate, whatever the thing share, is. You're supposed to do. Share, do all the bits um, just to get the word out about the podcast, because I think people are enjoying the episodes as they go out. But the more people that can hear, the better, because we just have more engagement with you guys as well. So if you're enjoying it, let us know. Yeah, and I hope uh, nobody's coming away from this feeling stressed. I hope people yeah, feel inspired. Yeah, I don't think so, though. I think people that I've spoken to so far, and, like, some of them would give it to me straight. If this was rubbish, they'd tell me, Haley, yeah. to be honest. Um, yeah. I have some absolutely brutal friends, but they, <laughs> brutal honesty. But, um, but, no, thank you all so much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back again in your ears next week with another episode. So until then, slong a fall. Slong.